Hey, Brenna. Hi, Maureen. Quick thing before we start, I have a correction and an apologies to give. In episode 212, uh, in the cat fact, Zuran Zhejiao, uh, who I uh, talked about, was um, the one who had translated um, the poetry that we talked about in the cat fact. One of our lovely Twitter followers pointed out uh, that they actually use they them pronouns, which entirely my bad. I did go on their website, but I entirely missed their statement about it. Uh, They are non-binary and use they them pronouns. Very much my bad. My apologies to them. You know, I always want to use correct pronouns when I am aware of them. And I am going to be editing the episode and leaving like the correction in the episode description. So if you're listening to this in the future, that's why that episode is kind of wonky. And um, if you're listening to this now, the episode has not been uh, updated yet, but I'm going to do it as soon as possible. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, so much has changed since we last recorded. I mean, I'm now married. <laughs> I, I met I, I met all nine of my wives uh, last month. I saw twice in concert. Um, I'm I'm forever changed. Just just to let you know, Maureen. Um, I also yeah. like to say uh, I know this isn't uh, solely because of her. Um, because like I know like the rave scene has like plur and like they've been doing this forever. But like yeah, my sister does that. Big ups to T Swift for like making bracelets, like friendship bracelets, a thing people do at concerts. Look how many friendship bracelets I got. Oh my gosh, it's wonderful! I think I, I, I think my other... sister my sister goes to raves and stuff. And I think it's like candy or something. Yeah, it's called call candy. It like... like it's really cool. I follow. Yeah. Um, or at least I've seen artists that like just make entire outfits out of it. So, um, dang, I'm ready for that to be more mainstream. That's it's such a cool art form that. Um, <laughs> and I would say, I mean, at least from the folks I've seen, it's the, at least in American rave culture, I think the folks they're pretty cool folks who are like, yeah, here's all the bracelet yeah. making tips I have. So, <laughs> bless them. Yeah. How how are you? I'm all right. Yeah. Uh, Did you want? <laughs> do you want? I don't know if like pain will be like shown through your voice, but no, I'm I'm feeling a lot better today. Honestly, it wasn't that bad. It uh, we went floating on the river, and y'all just do some research before you go and float on a river because there's rapids. Sounded like you went through a bat. Like I floated down the Apple River. The biggest thing we had to combat with is we accidentally like got into some trees sometimes, and a giant spider went on my back. But like that does not compare to what happened to you. We got slammed into some trees <laughs> in the rapids. <laughs> like they were actually, honestly, the rapids are kind of fun at some point. But then uh, there were there were a couple rough spots, and we had a, a some unfortunate incidents of lost phones i think um, rapids are fun if you're like prepared for it and like have a helmet yeah a life jacket this sounds like you guys were doing the whole you tie your tubes together you have a cooler in the middle sort of situation or a little bit yeah pro tip don't tie your rafts together don't do that you can hold on to each other but make sure you got a quick release um but it does have like some i think there's like class one rapids Oh, jeez. Um, yeah. Like, they're kind of fun, but also you got to make sure you lift your butt up real fast. Otherwise, you're going to get hit with some rocks. I got hit with some rocks. But I'm, I'm, I'm feeling a lot better today. We're good. We, we, all, we all survived. That's all that mattered. 
Um, it was funny because I think a few other people, I don't know if the river was slow that day, but we're going along and there's all of a sudden there's a bunch of other people who had oars though. Unlike us, we did not have any oars, mm-hmm. but they're like, y'all know when this ends? <laughs> no. <laughs> just, it's like you're stuck in a dungeon. You're like, okay, I get it. How many more skeletons? But instead it's rocks yeah, and a river. you can't just get out of the river. Like, <laughs> That's true. You know like, get you, out. You, because, like, I I don't know in your guys' state, but, like, it's, sometimes it's just, like, bluffs, like, straight up bluffs on this side. Oh, yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. Ours was a bunch of trees and then bluffs. Yeah. yeah. I was like, there, there's some place, but there's not, like, society nearby. It's just, like, a forest. Yeah. I mean, it was a gorgeous day. The water was really nice. It was just maybe not, um, uh, it, there was just a mix-up with locations and, mm. uh. I had to get home to give my cat insulin. So, you know, there's always there's always that. So my mom's like, oh, it still sounds fun. And I'm like, I'll find a lake if you want to float. Um, <laughs> but I'm done with moving water for a bit. That's um, in better news, I have a new cat niece. Oh. Yeah, I Tell guess. I, I don't know. I've only heard this secondhand because my sister doesn't answer my calls or call me back. Aaron <laughs> um my dad sent me the pics like oh they're bringing they're bringing this cat home so my sister got a new cat to be friends with her other cat and uh it's another black and white cat I was gonna say I was like she has yeah she has her cat Moo mm-hmm. and this cat's got like some fun black markings that she's kind of got it going like around her cheek and like a little chin strap she looks like she should be taking your calls, like, at an insurance place. <laughs> like, it's what the, the phone operator ladies used to look like, like, in the, um... I don't know. Well, she's got, she's just got, like, that chin strap. Like, she's got a little microphone on. Yeah. Like, she's got a little How microphone on. And so I was, like, so I had the best name idea, and I will die on this hill. Um, I was, like, name her Howie, short for How Can I Help You? She looks like she's taking her calls. And that's just a cute name. Um, but they decided to go with Oom, which is Moo backwards. That's funny in a different way. That's that's funny in an unhinged way, which is very Aaron. <laughs> it is very Aaron, but I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, don't define your new cat based on your old cat. She's her own cat. Like um, I mean, to be fair, Hobbit was named LMNOP before I knew he was a boy. And I was like, well... Yeah, but you're not... But but that's still... That was just a name that you liked, yeah, you know? Yeah, I held that in my back pocket <laughs> for a couple years. Yeah. So, Oom is a funny name, though. It reminds me of... um. Do you know, like, the hand puppet show? They were literally just hands with little eyes. Oh, I, hang on. Let me just Google something unhinged again during their podcast. Hand eye puppet. All right, yeah, what else are <laughs> we've got nothing better to do here? Ubi. Ubi. Now this is Umi. But my problem is I'm like Oom and Moo. I'm like, I'm gonna get them mixed up. Oh, you know what? I do remember yeah. that. I do. <laughs> yeah. Um But that's but that's fun then. It's kind of, I it's guess. a little bit like if you have twins named Todd and Ted. It's like, if you say one, you're half right. But, <laughs> um, 
you know, I've I've heard so many unhinged cat names. I'm I'm gonna let it pass. Everyone gets one pass for a bad cat name. I think. I mean, I I think bad cat names are. I mean, how may I help you? Is is a bit of an unhinged name. But, but she didn't um, pick up your call, so I mean, it wouldn't have been inappropriate for someone yeah, like I guess, her. I, well, well, hopefully this cat will be her new receptionist. Hopefully, Umi will be will be able to field Aaron's calls. <laughs> maybe take a message for me because my sister's inbox is always full. Hello? The voicemail box always full. Ugh. It's gonna be wow, <laughs> hello. I haven't read anything. Have you? Um, no, I've I've been. I mean, I've been digging uh, Sunny Falls. Pause of Stars, Founders Pack, Book Three, uh, but that's uh, that's about it. All right, so, still, still on my Warrior Cats fan fiction, <laughs> and loving every minute of it. Oh, beautiful. Well, let's love something else—a different types of warriors fiction. <laughs> the actual. This is just Warrior Cats fiction. There's no fans here. Just kidding. We're all fans because I'm Everheart and I'm Tangle Tongue, and this is Warrior Cats. What is that? So last time... Last time? Was, I mean, kind of floundered a bit. I'm like, ah, do I tell them I went to hell or nah? Like, is this a thing I share with the people who care and love about me? It maybe make my makes my new position invalid. Ooh, ooh. And then like all our parents died. Like we have no parents left. So no, none of the none of the biological parents. We still got no. We still have like all of our good parental figures there. So yeah. Um, our doctor mom, she's still yeah. there, but we, <laughs> I imagine he's not going to talk to it, talk to her about it until like, she's dead. And like, they're, oh, I'm hoping, I'm really hoping he gets to, uh, star clan at some point. Um, and yeah. she's just like, Hey, wow. Um, but apparently star clan's weird about the, the dark forest. So, which I gotta say, um, for all, like, the names that there are for hell, you know, that are out there, um, yeah. the Dark Forest is pretty metal. That's pretty cool. Especially, like, it's, like, it's it's saying, it's, like, no, you're not going to be, like, tortured. You're just going to be kind of alone. Um, and maybe if you figure it out, you can mess with the living a little. It's a little more fun. A little more, like, yeah. evil. I like it. It's like saying, we don't want you, but you're conniving enough that we're not going to stop you. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, if you can figure it out. Yeah. Because wow. yeah. it's like, obviously, there's been some people sent to the Dark Forest who obviously ha- didn't figure out how to mess with the living. Because if there were, we'd see, like, uh, Dark Stripe, you know, try to murder kids, you know? But uh, Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was more of a, you know, a suggestion than a hobby for him. But... Uh, <laughs> I, I think there's definitely some more rules to it than just you go. It, it it is interesting that the dark forest doesn't limit the ability to watch necessarily watch over those who are still alive. Yeah. Just, like you would think if, which makes me think that in reality, 
Clan does not have control over this realm. It's just not Clan. You know, they're like, you can't yeah. live here. But, th- but the, I don't know, the, the above ones are like, all right, they do get to go to an afterlife. It has the same rules as you. They just don't have a community to figure it out with. Yeah. That's my current theory, but let's, what's right. happening in the real time? It's raining. Oh. And uh, the den is leaking again. Willow Breeze asks, when will this rain end? Didn't my brother make this for me? Thanks. No, he made he made a nest in his den for Crooked Jaw. But uh then he got a girlfriend and I mean, to be fair, they've both been a little busy. Yeah. Yeah. It's cuz remember, we decided that Oakheart would never betray his clan like that. God, that was I shout out uh what was her name who was like, "Hey, um oh. Yeah, um, Otter Splash. Yeah, shout out to Otter Splash Queen. I want her to know she was like, can you imagine in the afterlife? She runs into Oakheart and she's just like, so. Mm. And then, I was and right. then Crooked Star gets up there and she's like, oh, well, well, well. You guys were lying to me. And he was like, I genuinely didn't know I'm that stupid. And she's like, you're my leader. So Crooked Jaw promises to ask Brambleberry to have a word with Star Clan. Very funny, Willow Breeze calls after him as he left the den. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, it is funny because I don't know if I can. <laughs> I can ask hell. Maybe they can send something worse. So Hailstar is out in camp staring at the river and Crooked Jaw asks him if it's any higher. Hailstar says the banks are holding, but they need to keep checking. Oakheart peeks out from his den and darts over to them. There's not a dry spot in camp, he says. The river looks higher to him. And beyond the camp barrier, the river swirled brown and fast. It was too dangerous to fish. Yeah, it's... it's... I like how they describe the river. You know, I know it's like the whole point of being a river clan, but um, I do yeah. like how it is almost like a living being that they hang out with. Yeah, that can wipe them out in an instant. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, it's very accurate for like bad weather. Rivers are dangerous. I know <laughs> this. <laughs> Intimately. <laughs> Oakheart asks if they should move Softwing and Greypool to the Elder's Den. Hailstar doesn't think they need to do that yet. Softwing's kits, Dawn Kit and Mallow Kit, are peering out of the nursery entrance. They are three moons old. Hailstar asks how Greypool is, and Crookedjaw says she's still sick. She had recently moved into the nursery, expecting... I think I have the wrong name down. It's Rippleclaw. Rippleclaw's kit? Rippletail? What's his name? Aw, oh, dang. I genuinely wouldn't have been able to correct you, so I'm glad you caught it. <laughs> yeah, me too. Okay, so she had recently moved into the nursery expecting Ripple Claws kits. Oh. Which, um... Oh, is this problematic? I I just... Uh, this uh, this Is it a has weird couple? No... They had a couple scenes together where, as an apprentice, he helped her train when her mentor was not 
available. But also, he was one of the cats who carried her home from Wind Clan as a kit when she was kidnapped. And he was a warrior, like, before, like, when Crooked Jaw was born. So so he's a little bit older than Crooked Jaw, and so it's even more age gappy than Crooked Jaw yeah. and Lilipel. Because they have, like, a slight age gap. Like, she, he is older than her, but, like... Yeah, yeah. They even were though they trained together, oh, but he yeah, was... Yeah, they still trained together at one point. Yeah. But, yeah, like, there's just such a big age gap. And, like, I don't know, like, Volclaw was right there. And, like, he's, like, a full warrior when, on the night, Crooked jaw is born okay so so he wasn't like an apprentice he wasn't he was like no he was a he was a full warrior at that time so i'm just and and it's just kind of like these uh, this pairing doesn't have any like effect on any family trees it you know like it could have been anyone and like volclaw is like a sweet guy who's who's been pretty nice and like rippleclaw is just kind of like a tool so like I don't I don't know I don't do what you gotta do Graypool I just I just don't see maybe why the they had a plan for Volclaw and they like it didn't come through or something maybe I don't know but I'm just kind of like ah boo well everyone get out your fix it fix <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean you don't even have to write a fix it fix for this it was just kind of yeah, like a everyone get out your white out and just like correct it in the in the there i think i think that's right. one where we can kind of just like ah you know sometimes i think the authors don't necessarily pay attention to who they're pairing with uh, they... who they're just like all right who's an adult that we can that they can mate with you know where right. especially and, I mean, when it's not it's... like a like a like a drama thing you know like with Oakheart and yeah blue fur yeah, it's just kind of like, well, come on, this is all in the one book. <laughs> like, these characters have all, like... I know. Uh, but they've already, anyways. like, it's been, it's been a weird um, feast and famine with, like, some of it being like, oh, wow, they really paid attention. And then the dog, right. you know? <laughs> so, well, anyways, so Graypool is sick. Brambleberry has been treating her for nausea for days, but she has little appetite. So, she's not, she's not doing so hot. Poor and thing. Pregnant. She's pregnant. Pregante. So Crooked Jaw says they'll need to move them if the river comes any higher. Uh, Oakheart has an idea. He grabs a reed and sticks it in the mud where the water had reached. Now they'll be able to see how quickly it's rising, he says. Clever plan, Crooked Jaw remarks, and he's glad that his brother seems back to normal. A couple moons ago, he had wondered what was making his brother so anxious and distracted. But Oakheart's his old self again. Yeah, now he's gotten really better at lying. So Mudfur is taking herbs to the elder's den. Eh, Crookedjaw asks if those are for birdsong. She'd been coughing for days. Crookedjaw follows him to the elder's den. Inside, he greets Brambleberry and asks, how is birdsong doing? Birdsong scowls at him. She's still got her hearing and her tongue in her head. Tangle Whisker rolls his eyes. She definitely has a tongue in her head. Yeah, Tangle he Whisker, mutters, I don't remember why we took your rights away, but we did take them away, so shut up. All right, why was that again? Um, I don't know, he did something problematic. I just, I don't remember what. I just remember that I was betrayed by a brother, so. <laughs> did he say something? Yeah, I don't know. 
he, I think he just had, he did something like, he did something we didn't like. So. Yeah. Was this something to do with Greypool and Willow Breeze? You're on thin ice still. Well, he mutters that when Troutclaw joined Star Clan, he thought he'd finally have some peace. So Troutclaw has joined Star Clan. I just love that the elders are just waiting for people to die. I mean, you go to Star to Clan confirmed, so I mean, why yeah, not? I would. It would make I think a lot of people less anxious about dying if they right. like had a like a confirmed you will li- see all your loved ones. You know, I, I know there's yeah. like folks who have like really strong faiths and they're they got that, but I don't. Must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> Crooked Jaw moves past the empty nest by the entrance, and they still carried faint traces of Shellheart and Troutclaw. Oh, oh, sad. Brambleberry complains that this nest is damp. Everything is damp. Birdsong starts coughing and Tanglewhisker flattens his ears. If she's not talking, she's giving him an earache with her coughing. Birdsong says he'll miss her when she's gone. Okay, we're, we're still keeping his rights away from him. What the heck was that? <laughs> right? Birdsong's just like, you'll miss me, you loser. They're mates. They've been mates. <laughs> uh, Brambleberry tells her that she is not going anywhere. Brambleberry says she sent out Loudbelly, Frogleap, and Skyheart to look for dry moss, but she's not confident they'll find any. Mudfur suggests that ThunderClan might bring them some. They owe them for giving them sunning rocks, and there are sheltered places in the forest. Birdsong says that when she was younger, they used to hunt in the big nest by the two-leg meadow. Crookedjaw looks to Brambleberry anxiously. Was she rambling? Was this a sign of fever? Birdsong continues, before there were so many dogs. She purrs to Tanglewhisker and asks if he remembers and they reminisce. And Tanglewhisker asks what made her think of the two-leg nest. Does she want to hunt mice? No frog brain, Birdsong flicks her tail at him. The two legs used to keep dry grass in there. That would keep their nests dry. It wouldn't be any use putting more moss down. It just soaks up the water from the ground. So basically, there's a barn with hay in it. Is this the same barn that our friends live in? No, this is the one. So there's like that meadow that there's always like a dog in. Oh, And there's a little farm there. Got it. Yeah. Brambleberry is on her paws, and she looks hopefully to Crookedjaw. Does he think he could fetch some? She says Birdsong's cough won't get better if she doesn't have a dry nest. Of course, Crookedjaw says, it was a brilliant idea. So he'll go ask Hailstar. You know, okay. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are, are palms and reeds, like, similar? Reeds are more like uh, long grasses in the marsh. I'm just wondering if they can, like, show my Catholicism here. Um, <laughs> palm Sunday, you know, you get the palms, and you keep them, yeah. and you dry them. 
and they burn them and they yeah. use them on Ash Wednesday. Fun fact, if you didn't know. But they dry pretty well. They're like a dry grass. I'm just wondering. We have vegetation outside of moss around us. Yes, but it's but that all would been be a process getting rained they're on. looking for an immediate solution. Hay is yeah, yeah. fairly water. I know it can rot, but I'm imagining temporarily it would work pretty well. Yeah, it's all in a dry barn right now is yeah. the thing where everything else has just been rained Let's on and rained on. Let's take River Clan and move it over here. <laughs> We're just going to go grab some hay. Yeah. So Hailstar is coughing beneath the willow and tells Crookedjaw that he looks cheerful. And Crookedjaw tells him about the nest Birdsong was talking about. Of course, the barn, Hailstar says. Birdsong took him hunting there when he was just a paw. A barn? And Crookedjaw remembers Fleck's home. But it must be a different barn, because that one was too far. Wait, Not do all we barns all know the are word the same. barn now? I guess some of us know the word barn. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, that's so weird. <laughs> I mean, I think we must... Did we, did we know the word barn when Barley and Raven? Yeah. Yeah, we know that. We know that that's they live in a barn. That's interesting how language... It's... It works very much how language works in the real world, where it's like, ah, oh, yeah, I know this new word, everybody. It's a barn. <laughs> All right, let's go to the barn. Hailstar says it's beyond the dog fence. Past the field, there's a huge nest. No two legs in it, just grass and mice. He calls for Petal Dust, Sedge Creek, and Leopard Fur, who are patching up the nursery walls. They can finish that later. They have a special mission. Oakheart, still guarding his reed in the mud, asks what it was. Crookedjaw <laughs> says that they're getting dry bedding. Why is Oakheart genuinely the funniest character? Like that. He's just like, I'm going to watch it. Reed. He's not watching paint dry. He's watching water rise, which can yeah. al- alarmingly happen faster. Than paint yeah. drying, so uh, good on him. I'm I'm glad that we have our uh, uh, he he's our built-in uh, f- flash flood warning. Yes, he is. Well, since he figured out that you could stick a reed in the ground, so my my my. I every well, I, everything I learn about him, it just makes I I like I'm I'm just glad that he gets to date his girlfriend in in heaven. <laughs> like, you know, I'm glad yes. that these two kids yes. get a relationship once they're dead. It's so messed up. It's like... Well, Crooked Jaw suggests they also hunt some mice while they're there. Hailstar says they better get going before they have the whole clan trailing after them. They approach the dog fence, but there's no sign of the dog. They race along a wall until they come to the barn. And there's a hole in the siding, and Hailstar slips through to check that it's clear. And it is clear. So the rest of the patrol follows him in. It's dim with a high roof and looming piles of dry grass. They'll collect the grass first, then catch the mice. They work to roll up bundles of the dry grass, and once Crooked Jaw and Sedge Creek had a nice pile, it was time for some hunting. And it stirs old memories in Crooked Jaw. Sedge Creek pounces at one, and misses, but the mouse runs straight into Crookedjaw's paws, and he kills it swiftly. Sedge Creek crouches to hunt some more. A big one, Hailstar says, pricking his ears in delight. 
he drops down beside said creek into a crouch. Crooked Jaw tastes the air. He stiffens. That wasn't mouse. It was rat. Oh no. Fleck had taught him. <laughs> I'm not ready for Rat Barn 2.0. I really don't want to do this again, guys. That was scary. Well, Fleck had taught him to be weary of rat scent. One rat was okay, but a swarm could be deadly. Kind of a rat king, which is a horrific real thing that happens. Yeah. Watch out. Remember my WAP joke, everyone? Sorry, I don't get a chance to talk about my WAP joke. (laughs) No, we have rats. It wasn't good. (laughs) Yeah, last time we had rats, I talked about WAP. That was like, God, that was a long time ago. (laughs) What what did that stand for again? Uh, From the top, the rats they drop. Um, Oh, right. Wiwi... Let's not retry our ground. Let's no. Okay, deal with yeah. the terrifying. We, we need to move forward into the future, except this is the past. <laughs> but we're going to go into the future of the past. I don't remember anything except for the bad jokes I made. <laughs> like, if you ask me any context for that, ce- for that scene I'm talking about, besides the rats and the <laughs> WAP joke, which I can't even remember, um, nothing. <laughs> nothing. Watch out, Crooked Jaw yowled just as four huge rats raced from the shadows. Ugh. They're attacking us, Sedge Creek squeaked and hopped into the air. A rat <laughs> caught her by the back leg and bit down. Crooked Jaw leaps on top of it and kills it. No. He asks if she's okay. That's our baby. We've raised Sedge her. Sedge Creek whimpers. Huh? Yeah, that is our baby. That's our girl. Sedge Creek whimpers, blood welling thick and scarlet from her paw. Leopard fur races over to help, and she claws another rat and sends it squealing away. There's more, Sedge Creek gasps. Countless rats stream from the sides of the barn. Their sharp teeth glittered in the dim light. God, God, (laughs) why can't we ever just have like one or two rats? It's always a flood. Genuinely upsetting. These people have dogs. Why can't they keep their barn rat-free? Or at least, like, under control? Why is there a flood of rat in these people's barn? And, like, rats are pretty bloodthirsty. Like, they are, you know, omnivores. They'll go for anything. But what about cats? Just, like, sends them, like, ah, into a frenzy. Yeah, I don't know. I think that I... I'm just saying British people might have beef with rats. Which... Oh, you know what? If you think about the Black Plague, they might have reason. Even though it technically wasn't the rat's fault, it was, like, the fleas on the rats and whatever. But still, the rats brought them in, so I guess, yeah, they could be a little salty about rats still. Yeah. But, hey, for everyone who has a pet rat, your rat's beautiful and wonderful and is not part of this weird flood. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's just what the rats are like and... Rural Britain? I mean, I have a friend in Germany who has pet rats, and I don't know, maybe it's just rural Britain, because, like, their rats are cute. (laughs) Maybe this is just fantasy Britain, because I don't don't know if I've... Crooked Jaw yowls to Petal Dust to get help, and she tears out of the barn. And Crooked Jaw braces himself. 
Sedge Creek is battling the flood of rats with her front paws. Hailstar lunges wildly, rats on every side of him. Leopardfur shrieked as one bit her tail, and another one leaps say, onto her back. Wow, wow, they're really going for it, uh, Hailstar. Buddy, a really embarrassing way for you to lose your last life if this is it. Like, I'm, I, I don't think so, because, well, I don't remember from Blue Star's prophecy when he, be oh my god, is this it? Keep going. Keep going. All right. Uh oh. <laughs> oh no. All right. So Leopardfur shouts for help. Crooked Jaw hooks the rat off of Leopardfur, who wails as it took her fur with it. Oh. Hailstar, Sedge Creek, shrieked. Two rats are attacking the River Clan leader. Pa One pause. is on his spine and another on his back leg. Gross. Um, I do would never want a rat to bite my spine. Um No. Sorry, I forgot Leopard. What is her name right now? Leopard Paw? Leopard Fur. Oh, Leopard Fur. Um, crazy that all the three generations of leaders are here. I right here, yeah. I do think one of them is about to die. <laughs> well, you know, see, in the end, there can only be one. I needed to point it out just real quick before he goes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Crooked Jaw hauls the largest rat off of his leader and flung it to the edge of the barn. Wait, a snarl came from the shadows. Maple shade? No. What is she doing here? Crooked Jaw yeah. growls. Ignore her. She's Satan. This is his chance. Her voice rings in his head. Leave Hailstar to the rats. He can be leader of River Clan today if he has the courage. You know the cartoon where they have the angel and the devil on your shoulder, but but yeah, Crooked Crooked Joe literally just has the devil. <laughs> yeah, the devil who can punch him in his dreams, which is like too much. <laughs> I say, I think having the angel and the devil are like much more preferable versus the devil who's just like, hey, kill your boss. <laughs> No, Crooked Jaw lunges at the rat on Hailstar's back and claws it away from him. I won't Woo. let you kill my leader. Woo! That's, I'm glad you said that out loud in a time that and, and manner that made sense. He slaps another rat to the floor and Maple Shade hisses, but this is his destiny. Crooked Jaw growls under his breath. He decides his destiny, not her. Yeah, yeah you're get it, boy. Your destiny is to be dead. <laughs> so stop stealing mine. God, I'm so sick of these dead people trying to be like, I want, I want, I want you to do this. It's like you had your chance. I don't know what happened to you, Maple Shade, but I'm going to say it probably was fair or not. I don't know your life. I will say the we'll other. Find out. Yeah, I think the other undead person from the dark force we've seen tiger star he died a mega death which was super fair so you you had your chance you had a weird second chance just like just like stop girly just go and like what? be scary in the woods alone Hailstar staggers to his paws and crooked jaw knocks away another rat sedge creek is leaning on leopard fur it's too dangerous to race for the entrance 
The moment they stopped fighting, the rats would overwhelm them. They have to work together. Crookedjaw orders them to go tail to tail. The patrol backs up towards one another, pressing their spines together. Rearing up on their hind paws, they meet the rats with a circle of slashing claws. Hailstar is gasping for breath, but jabbing mercilessly at the rats. Leopardfur yowled in triumph with every one that she sent flying. And Sedgecreek slammed down her paws again and again on the writhing, squealing bodies. God. Yeah, get them. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Panic starts to rise in Crooked Jaw's chest. Sedgecreek starts to wobble on her injured leg. Leopardfur is sagging against his flank. They can't hold this much longer. Run! Crookedjaw yowls for them to try and get to the entrance. They edge towards the hole. And a pelt flashes at the corner of his vision. Petal Dust brought help. Yeah! Petal Dust, I, don't, ripple... I genuinely don't know who you are, but... <laughs> She's one of Hailstar's kids. Oh, yeah, because the other one is... Yeah, um... she... Volclaw like, and Blackclaw. Yeah, Black, Black Oh. Blackclaw and Vol Tooth. Pelt? Ah, oh, gosh, I don't know. I can't remember any of their names anymore. Wait a minute. Didn't we have Who is our who is our problematic guy? Who's our little bully boy? That's Blackclaw. What? Wait, no. No, that was Oh man. Beetle nose. Yeah, beetle nose. With the cute, sorry, it's beetle nose. Beetle nose and Volclaw and Petal Dust are Hailstar's yeah, kids. Yeah, I, I was like fully ready to be like, yeah, Black Claw is definitely his kid, even though I against. Uh, um, Black Claw is a tool. Eventually, yeah, but beetle beetle nose is the tool who has recovered slightly. Um, yeah, yeah, because he became a dad. <laughs> How, how do no, you take a jerk kid and grow them into a regular human, said okay. the errands? Make them a father. Give whether them a child. Yeah, whether that's through training or a mentorship. <laughs> so Rippleclaw and Timberfur streak towards them, followed by Sunfish, Blackclaw, and Owlfur. The yes, Fresh Patrol... Yes, yes. Yeah. The Fresh Patrol sends the rats scattering and shrieking back into the shadows. Crookedjaw drops back on all fours. Leopardfur is panting. They did it, she gasps. Crookedjaw licks the blood from between her ears. Yes, they did. Sedge Creek is bleeding badly, and she groans when Crookedjaw runs to her side. Brambleberry knocks him away and snaps for everyone to give her room and she orders cats to go fetch cobwebs. Timberfur and Rippleclaw run off to do so. Hailstar! Owlfur's shock exclamation makes Crookedjaw freeze. Horror drops like a stone in his belly. Oh. Hailstar is laying stretched out on the stone floor. Blood pulsed from his throat. Crookedjaw yowls to Brambleberry. But she tells him to hold on. Sedge Creek is bleeding badly. Everyone's bleeding badly. Crookedjaw drops down to Hailstar's side. He feels for the neck wound and presses his paw against it, 
desperate to stop the bleeding. I'm sorry, he whispered to Hailstar. He let him down. No, he didn't, Hailstar tells him. And he draws in a rattling breath. Crookedjaw fought bravely, just as Hailstar expected. Now, Crookedjaw must lead the patrol home safely. Get away from him! Crookedjaw gasps as he feels Mapleshade charge into him. Genuinely, and he's knocked away girl, from Hailstar. What? Can we have a moment? Mapleshade's pelt is a little more than a faint gleam in the half-light, but her eyes burn fierce and yellow. No, Crookedjaw shoves her aside to race back to Hailstar. That's, Crooked that's Jaw cool reaches that we see her fading away as he's like genuinely making his choice about what kind of cat he wants to be. Well, I mean, I, th- I think she's just barely visible because she's a ghost right now, but I like that. You're telling me I have to deal with this lady more? He's gonna, she's yes. gonna haunt us our whole life? Yes. Oh, why don't ghosts get a job? I was going to say get a life, but you know, they kind of already What's with that. these tortoiseshell ladies? Leave these guys alone. Ah, get a hobby. And they're like, nah, I'm going to haunt your kid next. Oh, wait. Crookedjaw reaches for the wound again, but no blood pulsed beneath his paw. It seeped from Hailstar's neck, but no life force throbbed behind it. Hailstar's head had lulled to the side. His eyes were dull and glassy. Crookedjaw feels something in his heart snap. Brambleberry, Crookedjaw mewed hoarsely. He's dead. And Crookedjaw collapsed onto the cold floor. He rested his head on Hailstar's matted pelt and closed his eyes. Would you like to hit me with a cat fact? Um... Yeah, woo, what a transition. Thank you. God, you really make my life so easy. Uh, He's dead. (laughs) Entertain me. (laughs) Sure. Okay. Um, uh, Hey, uh, thank you so much for stopping by the Catholic Library. Um, This is a little awkward. Uh, but we are closing in like, uh, like 10, 15 minutes. Whoops. Yeah, it's okay. I'll make it quick. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Uh, we will open up again before you know it. Um, and I'm pretty sure last time we closed up around episode 121, uh, I did like a big, like, here's all about library cats and here's a database on library cats. I, I will not cover this again. Well, I'm going to talk about you fool. Yeah, I'm going to talk about a library cat again. Uh, I think it's a fitting way to round up this cat facts mini series, and and it's a feel good story. Um, All right, yeah. Yeah. Before you go, before you go, here's okay. Libby the library cat, which like what a name. I don't know when the app came about, but this little lady might predate it. Um, Oh, actually, I'm pretty sure she. Probably does. I don't. Probably. Let me, let me give a quick Google. Oh yeah, she definitely did. All right, so, <laughs> um, I definitely covered library cats in detail in episode one twenty one. Um, and I was like trying to think of a good way to wrap up this section. Uh, and 
while I was like looking around, I came across this lovely library cat story in my search. So it was way too oh. good to pass up. So we are going to travel to the far west tip of New York State to a small hamlet called Asheville. Uh, located there is the Asheville Free Library, a library that started as an idea discussed at the local Mothers Club in 1912. Uh, the free library bounced from household to household, facing closure in the 1920s, but survived with local support and uh, found a permanent home in 1974 and operates to this day. Uh, and on a frigid January morning in 2009, a woman opened her door to find a chilly but friendly gray tuxedo cat with bright green eyes. Aww. I realized I did not. Let me send you a link to her photos real quick, Maureen. Thank you. The important stuff. I know. I, I realized I didn't have that prepared, and it's it's genuinely important for your enjoyment. There you go. You can click on that link and see Miss Libby. Ooh! Oh, look at her. Oh. So, oh my God! They li- oh they updated it. They literally updated the library. Uh, page as I was doing my research. This looks so good. Oh. Okay. She's so sweet. Yes, she sure is. Um, That cat boldly walked right into the front door <laughs> of this woman's home, deciding she's like, ah, I'm an indoor cat now. <laughs> um, And the woman was like, great, awesome. Let me call my sister really quick. <laughs> um. And her sister, Tabitha Butler, uh, just so happened uh, to be the uh, director of a small library that I've already mentioned that just so happened to be dealing with a mouse problem at the moment. So her sisters were like, hey, hey, I have an idea. Hey, hey, hey. And that is how the Grey Tuxedo, now named Libby, came home to the Asheville Free Library. She was approximately three to four years old at the time, um, and she took her new role in stride. Uh, She swiftly took care of the mouse problem and moved on to acquire several other titles throughout the years, as noted by the current library director, Christina Benson. In her younger days, she would knock over books from the shelves, becoming the ghost of the library. Um... She also served as a reminder to the younger visitors to try and be quieter so that she would remain napping in the fiction section, (laughs) Um, particularly (laughs) on the H shelf. Um, But most folks know her as director, as she is happy to greet people young and old, uh, serving as a mascot to the library as a whole. Um, In early 2023... Uh, Libby was still enjoying her life as a spry 19-year-old, um, but the years were catching up to her. She was running into some problems in 2022, and uh, in 2023, she started dealing with a number of medical issues, such as an ear infection and a cough, um, and that brought concern Aww. to the library patrons, and the that bills started to add up. Um So the library started an online fundraiser for the cat, asking for $900 to cover the medical costs in the community 
that over a hundred years ago came together to keep this library open went above and beyond for their beloved library cat. And as of July 2023, they have uh, raised over $3,000. And this not only goes for her medical expenses and possible future medical expenses, um, but also for, um, you know, food and other sort of yeah. needs that she may need and uh on a couple of the articles i read they're like you know folks are m- were more than happy if you want to bring in soft toys or litter you know and Aww. just you know come visit her uh because she is getting up in years so libby may not be yeah. able to remain at the Asheville library forever but the impact she's had on the community is you know undeterminable it, it can't be measured um yeah. And if you want to see more pictures of Libby and to keep up with her, uh, please uh, check out the sources we have linked. I have a link to the library and to the Facebook page of uh, the li- uh, of the local library. And so you can uh, keep up with her and see how the library is doing. And see, she's really oh, pretty. She's, she's so a really sweet. gorgeous cat. Gorgeous. <laughs> so... Gorgeous, and they have they have some really choice photos of her from <laughs> multiple so ages. It seems so. Yes, she's very much at well, home. Yeah, young girl, young girl in the stacks, old to girl old in the lady stacks doing her rounds. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she's so round. I love her. Look at those cheeks. I know oh. she's really pretty. I was I was like I I couldn't think of a different way to describe her besides tuxedo. Um. No, I think that's. I think you can about. apply tuxedo to like more than black and white, right? I think I think so. I think gray tuxedo or like harlequin. I'm not sure. I think this is more tuxedo. Yeah, it like that, depends on how much like white. White, yeah. I was like, it's, she has like the bib and she has kind of the chin. She doesn't have the full like um. Mm-hmm. It isn't on her nose at all. Um, but it, no. she definitely has the bib and the shoes. <laughs> so yeah, she's got her little. She's got her little socks on. <laughs> Yeah, little cat pants. I just like library cats. I wish my library had a cat. Uh, but, you know, I understand best. why some places can't. But, uh, yeah, this was, a, yeah. It was an interesting library to look into. They have a whole history uh, page. Um, so if you are in the New York State, maybe make a trip. Yeah, and support your local library. Yeah, especially during the summer. It's a great place to beat the heat. And... Yeah, you can get all your favorite cat books from the library. They got all those warrior cat books. I have made much use of that. Yeah. And if they don't have them print, that you you check out and see if they have any digital copies. Yeah, Libby. You ready? Hail starts dead. See, I didn't realize that like hell would still be such a problem for us. Because yeah, you thought you thought we told her off and that she'd be gone. Well, yeah, because it does make it interesting now when he's gonna like. He, can you imagine he's gonna go and receive his eight extra lives, and they're just like, it's just maple shade. <laughs> like, what if they don't let him in? This is making me anxious. That's a worry. Crooked jaw, Brambleberry whispered in his ear. He opens his eyes. It wasn't a dream. He's still in the barn. He's still covered in Hailstar's blood. Oh, God. Yeah. Crooked Jaw pushes himself to his feet and he asks how Sedge Creek is. 
Brambleberry says she'll be okay. They both look down at Hailstar. Crookedjaw says he tried to stop the bleeding. And he thinks that maybe if Mapleshade hadn't stopped him, he could have. Oh, baby boy. But Brambleberry examines the wound. She says there was nothing Crookedjaw could have done. The wound was too deep to heal. So, Mapleshade aside... I'm really glad that he has Brambleberry in his life. Yeah. She's made a lot of hard moments. I mean, probably internally, it's very still much rough for him. And he's going to be really yeah. hard on himself, as usual. But <sighs> Brambleberry is very good. I'm just, I really, you know, I am I biased her. towards female medicine cats. And I like my boy medicine oh, cats, yeah. too, when they are silly and uh, hell-walking sometimes. But... <laughs> Ugh. Crookedjaw checks on the other warriors. Leopard fur is okay. Sedge Creek needs to be propped up by timber fur and sunfish to make it home. Rippleclaw offers to carry Hailstar's body back to camp. But Crookedjaw shakes his head. He'll do that. Brambleberry tells him that he's hurt. But Crookedjaw insists that it's only a couple of nips. And he's too numb to feel anything anyways. Crookedjaw crouches to let Rippleclaw and Owlfur drag Hailstar onto his back. And he straightens and begins his leader's final journey home. He hated carrying Hailstar through the hole in the barn. His fur snagged. And all Crookedjaw can really think of is the grief waiting at camp. Rippleclaw begs to carry him for a while, and even though Crookedjaw is panting and his wounds begin to smart, he insists that he's okay. As they pass the beach copse, Crookedjaw is dimly aware of Rippleclaw pressing against him, taking some of Hailstar's weight. He staggers into the camp clearing and stood long enough for Owlfur to slide Hailstar from his back. Then, he sank onto his side into the mud. Crooked Jaw, Willow Breeze frantically licks his cheek, asking if he's okay. Exhausted, Crooked Jaw just closes his eyes and lets darkness overtake him. He wakes in his nest, his wounds still stinging. <laughs> Sorry, so valid. So valid, like, right. soldier carrying his dead leader on his back being like no i'll do this as my cross to carry literally passes out the second he feels safe <laughs> like god i would yeah i would stress that out too like so valid that he's like no i'm tough i'm great sees people he loves <laughs> like <laughs> wife's giving wife gives him a smooch and he just passes out breaks down <laughs> I, too, would collapse into my wife's arms. <laughs> well, Willow Breeze assures them that he hasn't missed Hailstar's vigil, and Crooked Jaw hurries out of his den. Oakheart races up to him, asking if he's okay. Crooked Jaw says he's fine. And he stares past his brother at his wretched, leaderless clanmates. Well, fun fact, buddy. <laughs> I Hey, listen, listen, listen. Um, you got everything you ever wanted. Yay. <laughs> Yay. This is your dream. 
doesn't it feel great? Birdsong is pacing, wailing in distress. Why did she suggest going to the barn? She sent Hailstar to his death. Baby. Tangle Whisker. I know. Tangle Whisker. Tangle no, if you're going to say anything problematic, I'll eat you. He's patting after her, assuring her that she couldn't have known that would happen. She cannot blame herself. All right. So he, he's being a supportive husband. Now. All right. Do I have For to now. pull out the crow feather measuring stick? <laughs> <laughs> No, probably not. Not, not for just one book. Yeah, take. Uh, Beetlenose, Volclaw, and Petal Dust are hunched beneath the willow. They stare blankly at their father's body. Echo Mist is huddled beside Hailstar. She looks up when Crooked Jaw approached. She says she never should have let him go. Crooked Jaw presses his muzzle to her head. He fought like a Star Clan warrior, right to the end, he assures her. Brambleberry steps out from her den. Crookedjaw calls to her, asking how Sedge Creek and Leopard Fur are. Brambleberry reports that they're resting. She studies Crookedjaw's matted, blood-stained pelt. She should treat his, too. Later, Crookedstar growls, once he sat vigil for Hailstar. Brambleberry shakes her head. He needs to travel to the Moonstone with her to receive his nine lives. Nine lives, Crookedjaw thinks. He's the leader of River Clan. And realization hits him like a cold wave. Brambleberry says they should leave now. Mudfur can look after Leopardfur and Sedge Creek. Crookedjaw asks Echo Mist if she'll be okay. And Echo Miss murmurs that she has her clanmates. Crooked Jaw looks up to see Timberfur staring at him. Graypool peers out from the nursery with wide eyes. Frogleap and Loudbelly are in the shallows of the reed bed. They all depend on him now. His heart ached. He'd never felt less like a leader, and he'd only just become deputy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's a good leader, from all I know. Don't prove me wrong. Um, But he really did not. It's been like, what, a couple months at most? Half a year? Yeah, maybe like three months. Yikes. That's like not a lot of time. But then again, no. his leader has been on one life for like... A very long time, yeah. And and I wouldn't, he's not like a, I mean, he's not like tall star old, you know, so. Yeah. uh, But you gotta be prepared once you take on the role, and I think. Yeah. Like I said, I was joking, but genuinely, I don't know if he was ready to get everything he ever wanted. (laughs) It's like, it's like in The Lion King, people say, Mm -hmm. you know, when Simba sings, I just can't wait to be king. It's like, you know, your dad has to die for that, right? Yeah, there is no And then his dad dies. Spoilers. Um. (laughs) Yeah, usually, yeah, from leadership, there is no retirement. So, I mean, with his dad, his dad retired. So that was nice. So he, his dad didn't have to die for him to become deputy. 
And we but, did have uh, an interesting conversation where his brother's like, every kid says they want to be leader. But then I looked at my priorities in life and was like, oh. And I think it's interesting because I genuinely think Crooked Star probably thought he had more time to, like, you know. Yeah. Just be a deputy, you know, have his relationship with, you know, Willow Pell to expand and, like, you know, yeah. have a couple kids, Willow you know. Breeze. Yeah. And now he's like, yeah. ooh. I gotta, well, I, he's like, I still want to do that. But, well, I don't want to do the thing that Maple Shade said, because that would mean I don't get my <laughs> girlfriend anymore. And I really like her. She's my wife now. So. Yeah, I really like my wife. I, I, huh. I don't, I, I, I'm glad that he's like, I can be leader and have a wife. I think, I love that that is like kind of the main thing. I'm sure the thing with his brother is going to be really interesting if Maple Shade figures out about it. Cause that'd be crazy to have her little fingers in that. Um, yeah, you'd like her, you'd like her to get her little claws in that, uh, Gypsy I just think it'd be fun. I just think it'd be fun. I, it's, e I, I think it'd be a little evil fun there. Willow Breeze tells him that he should go. Hailstar made the right choice when he chose him as deputy. And Crookedjaw feels sick, because he thinks that maybe Hailstar didn't make the right choice. Maple Shade had decided his destiny. A cat from the dark forest. Panic flutters in his chest. What has he done? <laughs> Let's go, Brambleberry calls to him, gentle but urgent. And he follows her until they get to WindClan territory. Then he catches up, not wanting her to walk into a WindClan patrol without him by her side. He wonders if she'll say anything. Brambleberry had been worried about Hailstar making him deputy. She must be horrified that he was going to become RiverClan's leader. Once again, you could just Cro talk to her instead of, like, assuming things. Crooked Jaw halts. Brambleberry turns to stare in surprise. Isn't he coming? She has to tell him, Crooked Jaw insists. He can't face StarClan until he knows what she knows. Uh, uh, uh okay. All right. Fair point, but, but, buddy, put my hand on your shoulder. You got to tell her. Fair is fair. We're not, she's not the only one keeping a secret. Brambleberry blinks. What she knows? Crookedjaw tells her not to pretend that she isn't worried StarClan won't make him leader. Or is that what she's hoping for? He growls. Oh my god! Sorry, so it's a little dramatic, King. You self-sabotaging freak. Brambleberry asks him why she would hope for something like that. Because of the omen, Crookedjaw says. The omen that warned her not to trust him. What is it? She's hidden it long enough. She has to tell him what she's seen. Yes, Brambleberry says, her shoulders drooping. She does know, but Sorry. it's not what he's thinking. Okay, genuinely been so funny if she gaslit him. <laughs> like, it wouldn't have been. Fellas, if she's just like, what are you talking about? And he's like, <gasps> and he has a breakdown right there in front of the moonstone. The one place he's like only on once. Well, she sits down and holds his gaze. Brambleberry has seen Crooked Jaw with her. Crooked Jaw asks if she means Maple Shade. Is that her name? 
Brambleberry didn't know that. All Brambleberry knew is that she was training Crooked Jaw in a place that was dark and cold and smelled of death. She watched Crooked Jaw choose to walk with cats who would never be loyal to him or his clan. Crooked Jaw whispered that he didn't know she was bad. He was so dumb. He thought she was a Star Clan cat. Star Clan? He thought that? Brambleberry pelt smoothed. Now she understands. When it comes to his clanmates, Crooked Jaw has always been so brave and loyal and so determined to do his best. Brambleberry couldn't understand why he was training with that monster. All right, okay, one minute. Brambleberry, (laughs) he was a child. (laughs) Like, I'm going to be real, like... He was still in the nursery when he started training with her. I know, I feel like... (sighs) I'm glad that we have this clarity right now. I do think... Yes. Here's the thing. If you want a child to be informed about the choices they're making, you've got to be honest with them. I'm... I, yeah. Because I, I don't think Crooked Jaw did anything wrong. He was lied to. No. You know? It, yeah, it's, it's, no. And this is kind of like a messed up thing. But genuinely, he was groomed, you know? He was, yeah. he was yeah. told, like, oh, my God, you're going to be so great. Like, you're going to be, this is, you know, I'm going to give you all the tools. And that's because the adults in his life didn't give him any of the tools to recognize yeah, he was being lied to. And, like, his mother disowned him. And then in comes this oh, he was, other yeah. motherly figure. So vulnerable. Who- tough love but you know she was she he cared. genuinely was a perfect she... victim for this he he was an... yeah it wow it's um it's wild how much of an abuse like victim narrative his story really encapsulates and in a yeah. way and you know I'm, I'm really speaking entirely not from experience i'm sure folks have spoken about this in a better yeah. way um, and can give their own opinions, but in my in, in what I'm seeing from an outsider's point of view, it really shows the you know vulnerable place that people who are not given sort of that support as a child can be put into, and what they can you know fall into. And I think I'm really glad Brambleberry was still there, and I should say I'm not like disappointed or mad in Brambleberry. Do I think she could have done more? But also, she's dealing with a thing that she didn't even know existed. Like, she didn't even know hell was a thing. So, she was probably really confused, because she thought, she's like, whoa, I'm the medicine cat, and I don't know. It's, it's, you know, because I would say, like, parents sometimes don't know what their children are gonna face out there. And that's why it can be really scary and freaky, you know? So, I... I'm glad that they're having this moment. It's very late in the game. Yes. But. Yes. I mean, last minute, but you know. But they are having it. So, and and Brambleberry, I will say, is probably the reason and the other people he loves in his life, you know, his brother, yeah. his dad, the other positive influences that stopped him from, and, and even, um, uh, a Hailstar. You know. Yeah. 
by being a, a, a pretty good role model. I would say Hailstar. He had his moments, but he wasn't like... Yeah, he had some he had some funny ways of trying to lighten up the mood around yeah, camp, but yeah, um Yeah, he had some maybe weird, a bit of a like, death wish. He was like, hey guys, wanna jazz up this party with a with a round of Russian roulette? And it's like, dear God, no, man. So I I I, I as we're getting kind of to the um I know we're not really entirely at the end, but we're more in the ending areas of this book. I, I can yes. genuinely see why so many people identify and really like this book. It's very, I think, a yeah. well-done narrative. Um, yeah. So, anyway. Well, Crookedjaw thought Maple Shade was on his side. He wanted to be the best warrior he could be, and Maple Shade said she could help him. Brambleberry shakes her head. He always would have been a great warrior. How could Crooked Jaw have known that? After he broke his jaw, no cat seemed to want him. Everyone treated him like he was useless. Brambleberry's eyes cloud. They let him down. Crooked Jaw insists that they didn't. The past is behind him. Everything he loves is in River Clan. So, yeah, you know, I, I think exactly what you were saying about, you know, the people who did love him and support him, you know, like, he didn't see that right away, yeah. obviously, after his jaw, but, you know, he was able to find that. And I think he probably wouldn't have without, like, the consistent support, because... Yeah. Caring for yourself, not even, like, loving yourself, but, like, accepting yourself takes a lot of hard work and i think without like his brother being like no you're the best bro like constantly <laughs> right like Ugh, even when cart. things like even when things were the worst and and not only his brother but his dad like his dad obviously yeah had some stuff going on <laughs> but and also yes Brambleberry and 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 yeah. Fallowtail and Willow Breeze yes. and Graypool, you know, he he had a lot of support in his And plan, I am grateful, you know? though, that Brambleberry, that was a really, I think, significant line that she's like, we let you down. We did not deal with that the way we should have. And that's that's yeah. a hard lesson to learn, you know? Yeah. And I mean, she, I mean, she, and she's right in a way, you know, mm -hmm. they, they maybe didn't. You they know, they're he, a very he ableist society. We've said it and I don't think yeah. it's wrong. I, the way that they are. They disregard cats that are physically and mentally different. You know, we've seen that in Long... Uh, oh, gosh. Uh, long Ear? From Longtail? Yeah, Longtail in ThunderClan. And also, I would yeah. say, uh, Goosefeather in, in ThunderClan. Yeah. Um, and, and I mean, I don't Brightheart? Think, yep. And I don't, I don't think it's just, like, endemic of... I don't think it's just, like... Thunder Clan. I think it's all the clans. No, it's definitely all the clans. So, uh, it's a shame they didn't learn that lesson here. <laughs> like, I, right. shame we didn't, like, put that in the, the code. <laughs> like, and if a cat, I don't know how we, like, say it in, like, the warrior code way, but just, like, if a cat has different abilities, maybe we adjust our expectations and adapt to them. And so the other way around, you know, I don't yeah. know. Can we draft something up? I don't know how we do this. How do we add? A big meeting. Big meeting. 
Brambleberry says, but he's walked with a dark warrior. Crookedjaw told her he didn't want her help anymore. Is that enough for StarClan to trust him? Brambleberry says StarClan sees all. <laughs> Far more than she does. They'll decide for themselves. We'll see. <laughs> I, th- I was about to make a joke, like, we'll see, and she literally said that. She also, just said that. <laughs> StarClan's up there like, what, the, what are they talking about? What's the dark forest? <laughs> <laughs> what did she see? Wait a minute. Walking with who? Maple shade? I thought she was dead dead. I thought there was a secondary dead. We just didn't let her in. We didn't know there was somewhere outside of the bouncer. Uh, uh. So Brambleberry continues on and Crookedjaw follows her to the moor. Night falls. The wind whistled around them. Crookedjaw didn't hear the patrol approach. We were kind of spoiled in ThunderClan by this journey. Right. It's like, this is like a trek. Who is, are they the furthest or? No, actually, I think ThunderClan's the furthest. Why did it seem so fast every time we did this with ThunderClan? Probably because I skip over them walking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who's the closest? WindClan. Everybody has to pass through WindClan territory to get to Mothermouth. You'd think so that's then what that WindClan wouldn't get, like, the junk beat out of them constantly. And yet. And yet. What are they doing here? Reedfeather asks, his eyes blazing. Dawnstripe and Talltail. Oh, hey, Talltail. Thank him. Talltail, I love your name. But also, guys, I think you can put two and two together. What's the deputy and the medicine cat walking through Wind Clan to do? Like, genuinely read the room. Like, A plus B equals the leader's dead. (laughs) Crookedjaw says they're going to the Moonstone. They must let them pass. He's going to receive his nine lives. Reedfeather's gaze sharpens. Hailstar is dead. There's no grief in his mew. And I can't say I blame him. Hailstar did try to, like, waterboard him to death. <laughs> of all, like, of all the wind clan cats, he, he just, like, besides the person that uh, Hailstar, like, stole the children from. Uh, this is the same guy. He stole his kids and then almost drowned him. Oh, yeah. I thought so, that was a different dude. Nope. <laughs> stole his kids back yeah i guess there's almost only one, drowned him there is only one person in this clan who could have bigger beef no one <laughs> no one could have bigger beef yeah, than no this one. guy but but reed feather signals to his clan mates to let them pass and they stand aside as brambleberry and crooked jaw continue reed feather is not a cool guy but he is fair because, you know, he did stop trying to steal his kids back after that. He's like, all right, yes, no take you. backs. He's like, I know what I'm beat. <laughs> like, <laughs> it could have been a whole thing. But he did was like, ah, yeah, you got me. It wasn't. So Brambleberry says they've made good time when they reach the mother mouth. And Crookedjaw follows her into the darkness. But we will see what happens next. In our next episode, will he get his nine lives? Well, I I'll mean, get the audio prepped just in case. Have you guys missed that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've I've done it too much when we've like 
and I haven't really done it because I didn't really know where we were when we were hanging out with our girly. So I'm glad that I didn't do it. Unintentionally, my laziness has been good. <laughs> and I think that's really only applicable when it's like all of Star Clan speaks as one. Yeah, which they don't like. They don't always do. <laughs> No, sometimes it's just like Spotted Leaf coming to you in your dream, and it's just you and Spotted Leaf. Or it's Goose Feather coming to you in hell. (laughs) Yeah, that too. (laughs) Goose Feather's, I'm not even sure why I'm here. Goose Feather's so powerful, he can also walk in hell. That's kind of his thing. (laughs) He can go to Star Clan, he can go to the Dark Forest. Goose Feather, he's going to go wherever you want. I am Goose Feather. Mm hmm, mm hmm. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. I mean, we... Pretty heavy episode, but... I mean, um, yeah. I think some good conversations happened here. Yes, yes. Hailstar died. What a bummer. But <laughs> we, uh, we had a great conversation with Brambleberry that was a long time coming and really cleared the air. She's like, oh, you're just a little dumb. <laughs> yeah, yeah that was she's just like i probably oh could have helped God, you with that he's just That's stupid he's not evil what a relief <laughs> like right you know that must have been uh, like such a burden off of her because she was like wow this kid's conniving this guy's got plans i can't even i can't even imagine and just in his head he's like i want to be a good leader someday <laughs> like <laughs> i want to be the best boy i'm a good boy I hope I make Brambleberry proud. <laughs> and he does. So she's like, I raised him. This was a son to me. I have not loved another cat more than I could love this little boy. And he is evil. Yeah. And it's like, no, no. <laughs> he just wanted to be the best boy. She's like the great tragedy and nobody of my was life. giving him the tools. <laughs> she's like the great tragedy of my life is the one child I got to raise ends up being evil and ends up he's just dumb. Just a, just a little. And she's like, oh, thank God. <laughs> like, I will take, I love my beautiful, dumb son. I love him. Oh. Oh. But he's we are on a good path running now. out of parents. Um, yeah. I am hoping, uh, if I can hope, uh, I really hope we get, like, a, a goodbye with Brambleberry. I don't really know how old she is. Um. She was said to have been a full medicine cat for, well, I guess I think her mentor died three moons before um, Crooked Crooked Star, uh, Crooked Star Jaw's birth. And yeah, that she was, like, was, she was said younger to be young. at the start of the story, but not like yeah. an apprentice. So, yeah. Um, and she's definitely, she's older than Crooked Jaw. Um so and yeah and but the thing is we know mudfur is the medicine cat we've already seen mudfur die yes so, so i think it'll I'm, I'm just hoping in this story i hope we do get a goodbye scene with her because we've weirdly all of our parents and i know i don't know how the errands are feeling about it like parental figures like we've had like a bow with all them dying so i'm like i really hope that we can we get a, a yeah. goodbye with her because I oftentimes I think, um, unless they're like the main focus of the story or like a really important character, sometimes men and cats are just like, and then they died, and it's like, what? Goodbye. <laughs> um, but we're in this clan, so it'll probably be different. I really hope we'll see. Um, we'll see. Uh, and 
yeah, so we're going to become a leader. I forgot this. I think in my brain, it, it kind of stuck out like next time Blue for like season, he's like the leader. She's like, whoa, whoa, whoa what? <laughs> I haven't even become deputy. I think that like stuck out in my brain. So I think I knew in my head or my heart that this was coming. Yeah. So, because I, I think. Yeah. I mean, she, she has yeah. her whole crisis, you know? Um. Yeah. Which is about to be his about to be crooked uh, stars <laughs> crisis. So, um, folks, if you want to have a crisis, then give us a follow on our social media. We are WCWITcast on both Instagram and Twitter. Um, and I guess any other social media that may come along. But for now, that's just those. Yeah. Just those two. But we'll keep you posted. What a bummer. It took me so long to get onto Twitter and even longer to actually start using Twitter. <laughs> and it's just kind of like, oh, man, am I going to have to do this again? Because <laughs> we'll keep you posted <sighs> if we have any other social media, but we will be posting to those social medias until they burn down in our hands. Um, yeah. And uh, another way you can contact us is uh, our email, which is wcwitcast at gmail.com. Um, if you want to support us monetarily, you can check out our Ko-Fi, which is linked in the episode description. Um, and yeah. the best way to support us is to share this episode with a friend and say, hey, it's like rats again. But that's not a good thing. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. It's rats. I, I wish we had cute rats, but we don't. <laughs> We don't get those in this story. No, we only get bad rats. Bad because rats. I'm Ember Heart. And I'm Tangle Tongue. And this has been Warrior Cats. What is that? What is rat? <gasps> what is what is rats? <laughs>